Ding dong dong ding. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Today it's uh what is it? The twelfth of February. And um I don't I don't have any topics today, but I do think we need to just talk just talk about what the Lord has put upon your heart, Catherine. So I'm gonna open up the floor to you. So what is it the Lord's been sharing with you? Well, I know we like to talk about current events and this week we had the State of the Union in the United States where the president, the fake president, talks about what's going on in his country. And, you know, I didn't listen to it because I'm not really interested in, in the lies of, of, of the enemy. But I was thinking if you had a look at what is the State of the Union, like realistically what's actually happening in, in the United States, in Canada, in the world, um, and you look at it from a worldly perspective, you can see the economy uh, is down, there's inflation, you know, millions of people are losing their jobs, you see the tech companies la- laying off people left, right and center. But, but do you think that's bad? Because, you know, if I look at, for example, the stock market, I, I look at the stock market sometimes, and, um, and especially when everybody said in 2020, March is going to collapse, and um, remember I shared that, said the law that shared with us that, nope, it's not going to collapse, and um, it went from it did go down, and then it went up very, very high. And the ones that went up the highest were the tech companies. The tech companies basically doubled. Yeah, but that's because everything was being everybody was at home on their computers, exactly, getting stuff done. Exactly. So what happened when it doubles? That people started hiring more people. And when it goes down, everything seems to go back to normal. Yes, they reduce people. But the oh, fact course, is, people yeah. are losing their jobs. There is an increase in inflation. Yep. And if I go through, you know, what's happening with human rights? There's people, you know, that are still kept in prison in the United States unfairly. It's the Jan Six prisoners. Um, what do you mean they're still kept in prison? Are they still the January six? The the people who stood up against, you know, who just wanted to have their voices heard against. Are, the, are those the election? people that actually went into the building, or the ones that are outside, or whatever both? the FBI and the, everybody felt that they they sh- they that they'd done wrong? You know, they hunted down people, even if they were in the area, and they'd been kept in prisons in Washington D.C. They call it the Gulag, which is the name of the Russian prison. It's even worse. So, and they've been treated terribly, lost eyes, raped. Um, not allowed to speak to lawyers, not allowed to speak to family, not getting decent food. The, 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 the prisoners, the prison wardens are from other countries. You honestly would think you were in a third world country the way these prisoners, and you can watch a movie called J6. It's terrible. It's terrible what's happening. And this is happening in the United States of America. And you can always tell, also, you and I, we, we see something that's that's gone wrong, and you're just like, where's the justice? Where's the justice? It's the same in Canada. I mean, Arthur Pulaski, the pastor, he's still on trial for, for feeding homeless because he, he, he fed the homeless on Christmas Day during the lockdowns. I mean, this is, this is, this is, hap- this is everywhere. If you want to look from a worldly perspective, the state of the union is it's terrible. I mean, the currency... Currencies are devaluing. You know, the, the petrodollar is not as strong. There's other, other countries are coming together and starting their own 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 currency. Um, you well, know, if uh, you look at yeah. Okay, just go back there. So you say there's some ca- countries are starting. What do you mean starting their own well, currency? Well, Brazil, uh, Russia, India, South America, uh, um, South Africa, and um, a few of these, a few other countries have joined in where they said no longer are they going to buy uh, buy and sell oil. On a petro-based dollar, using dollar, there's going to be a different currency, which is going to be gold-backed. China, sorry, China's the other one. Uh, now let me say that again. It's Brazil, 
Russia, India, China, South Africa, and a whole lot of, I think there's 33 nations that have signed on. Because the U.S. dollar is the one that's kept, you know, everything's been sold in U.S. dollars around the world. That's how the U.S. economy was so strong. So if you look at it from that perspective, um, you look at it from a health perspective, you've got, you know, uh, food plants all around the world that are being burnt down, and you have uh, food that is genetically modified and, and poisoned by chemicals, and you've got... The, the the fake jab which is is killing people and you look from a health perspective so so you're saying that the the covid jab is is fake no i'm saying <laughs> that the covid jab is not does not protect people from covid um what does it do then well there's so many injuries you just you just have to google look up hashtag died suddenly and you see people falling over all over the world from from taking the vaccine uh, it's not even a vaccine it's a jab i can't call it a vaccine but, but I mean, if, I'm saying from a worldly perspective, you look at the state of what's happening in the world, right? You, you mm-hmm. look at uh, civility. People can't speak decently to each other. There's division being promoted, race wars. Um, you see, you see, in, you just discovered this week that the Americans actually destroyed the Nord Stream, Nord Stream um, 2 pipeline. I mean, can you fathom that an, a, a huge nation would go in and bomb the pipeline the gas pipeline from Russia to European nations, that means people who are going to freeze in Europe, and we have family there, people who are going to freeze over the winter in Europe because yes. the Americans bombed the pipeline. And it's not, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's fact. It came out in the news this week. So, so, I mean, you look at the world, you look at the Ukraine, what's happening in the Ukraine, the people that are being destroyed, the, the, the earthquake that happened in Turkey, which... You know, I don't want to get too controversial, but my understanding is the earthquake was actually was was bombs that were sent there because Turkey said they don't want to join NATO in their in their in the way that they're working. But whether even if it wasn't bombed, even if it was a natural earthquake, I mean, there's so many people dying, and you know, people's freedoms are being taken away, and you and you start to look at this and you just think it's there's rampant luciferias. Luciferianism, satanic. The Grammys last week, you saw the satanic performance at the Grammys. It's evil seems to be escalating. Sure. People, I, I, it's I'm depressing seeing, just listening to it. Yeah, exactly. Kids being mutilated because they they have to yeah. forced to have transgender. It, it, it's terrible. And so I thought to myself as I was sitting thinking through all these depressing things, which could go on for hours. I thought I felt like Holy Spirit was saying to me, "Why don't you talk about what's the state of the universe?" Not the state of the union, the state of the universe. And, and the first thing that came to mind is that King Jesus is still on the throne. Okay, I know everybody says that, still on the throne, but what does that mean? Well, a, a, a verse that came to mind was Hebrews 4.16. It says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So the fact is Jesus is on the throne. And if you know him as your Lord and Savior, he's in charge Nothing is a surprise to so him. So when he's in charge, he's like you said, he's in charge. He's in charge. Well, of this all is, these... you can give input into the state of the universe. No, no, I'm no, sure no. This is where you, this is where your expertise comes in. I've given you the current affairs from a negative, depressing, depressing world. I, I, I know because I, I hear that. I always hear people say, "Oh, the Lord's on the throne and the Lord's in control." And you got to look <laughs> around and you say, "You know, it doesn't look like God's in control." of what's happening in this world and then you understand actually the world is controlled by Satan according to John and he says uh, Satan is in charge of the world mm-hmm. so when you look at that you say okay now how do we take hope when things around us are, seem to be falling apart exactly from, from a world perspective mm-hmm. then you look at things like um, imagine the early church in the time of the Romans 
where they couldn't even sh buy stuff uh, without having to sacrifice something or putting incense on something in, in order just to buy food. And um, the persecution of Christians was rampant. If you were a Christian, they would actually hunt you down. I know some countries are like that today, not necessarily in the West, but in, in but again, uh, in the West, they're starting to push, ag push against uh, believers a lot. And so, so you are seeing this, and I'm thinking, well, how how do we take hope in this? And so when I hear things like Jesus is in the throne, of course he's on the throne, but he's not necessarily. What the difference does that make to to, yes. to us as believers? Well, the fact that the fact that we know that he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and that we have the ability to take control of our situation and to not, and to trust in him for whatever so when people swore, speak oh, about it sounds like the prosperity gospel that you just spoke about <laughs> right because that's what they say you know, basically what people are saying well, is just, just suffer through this well it reminds me of Daniel right when he's thrown into the lion's den mm -hmm. and and the king just loved him so much and said to him Daniel Daniel I don't want to throw you basically he's basically said I, I know I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing yeah paraphrasing uh, extrapolating story of the king's basically like Daniel I'm so sad I don't want you to go there but you know I gave this edict and I said this is what's going to happen so I'm sorry that you have to go in there I've loved you very much you've been such a great servant and Daniel says you know I'm going to go in and I'm going to trust the Lord and even if the Lord you know even if the Lord doesn't do what I, I'm praying and hoping and trusting for even if I'm still going to serve him and, and that's how I feel with us that even if all of this stuff around us is is crumbling and it looks like doom and gloom we're going to trust the Lord and even if mm. some of what we believe or hope for is not coming to pass even if we know who he is we have a relationship with him and there's hope yep and so that's 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 kind of uh, that for me is like the overarching state of the universe none of this is a surprise to, to the father Jesus is on the throne and we have hope because he's given us Holy Spirit okay so then I was thinking okay so in terms of the economy Yep. So we spoke about what's happening in the world. We spoke about the state of the universe. What's the state of the economy? And a verse that came to mind for me was uh, uh, Philippians 4.19. You know which one that is, Andre? My uh, concordance? Uh, well, I know you're going to tell me. My God. Yeah. My God yeah. shall supply all, all needs according to his riches and glory. So I, I don't want to go back to prosperity, but the thing is the Lord will supply our needs. He says, do not worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink, Jesus said. He said... But you do know that scripture, is, there's a condition associated. I know we could quote that one, but mm -hmm. before that is, these are the people that were giving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, then, and as they were giving, um, Paul was saying, um, my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. All your needs according to... Your riches, his riches in glory, so in his presence. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, what's the state uh, of the but economy? It, but, the, for but, us. The, but the reality is, let's, let's be clear. Like, if you look around now, most of us who are listening to this, in the next eighty years, none of us are going to be here yes. anyway. Probably even less than that. I'm going to, I'm going to say probably next than, less than fifty years. Let me say be even more bold. Probably less than thirty years. Most of the people listening to this are not going to be here, mm -hmm. and they're going to be. Either in heaven, or in Hades, or in death. Mm -hmm. In other words, they'll be with God the Father, or they, he, they will not be. And only through Yeshua they have a relationship with him, because he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servants, to those that are well done, good and faithful servant. There are going to be many people that say to him, Lord, Lord. He says, well, don't call me Lord, unless you do the things that I say. Mm -hmm. And I think, a lot of people say that he's their Lord, but they, they seem to be hypocritical, where they don't actually do anything. They just say, oh, he saved me. 
I'm thinking, have you not read Matthew 25? Have you not read when he says in, in Luke 6 verse 20, 46, um, don't call me Lord and let's do the things that I say. But also, you know, a lot of the a lot of things that you're mentioning is, is really driven by, like really, if I had a bucket it together, it's really Satan's plan. And the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and powers and darkness. And so the, the fact is, even though if economy, whether it is health, whether it is relationships, whether it is the evil, you know, we do not wrestle. Or should we should say we do wrestle against um, uh, not against spiritual will, but not against our flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. So we are to pray for the government. We are to pray for leaders. We are to keep praying that the Lord leads them, that we may have a peaceable life. But what happens uh, if they if they continue doing bad things, like like what they're doing at the 6th of January, I think what they've done is it's horrific. It's so, such double standards, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I, I think I saw something recently where uh, there was a bunch of, I think it was transgender people, uh, raided a some kind of government building, and they weren't arrested. Oh, because, they, yeah, I think it was in Minnesota where the, they were passing a law that you cannot, um, children cannot be, um, have their genitalia mutilated up until a certain age and so then the, there was a whole protest they invaded the the legislature of the state and, the and state it was accepted right it was accepted nobody's arrested yeah it's that you obviously but the bible does say that um i know this is not necessarily referring to the law of the land but it does say um because of lawlessness mm -hmm. the love of many will grow cold mm -hmm. and we have to guard ourselves against that because when you see this and you see the lawlessness one thing we get this righteous anger and literally everything i mentioned happened in the last seven days it's not like i i, I just came up with this it's it, and if you focus on those world that what's happening in the world it can become pre depressing and it becomes like doom and gloom mm -hmm. and so I, what i what i'm trying to do is for the state of the universe is to say let's look through the kingdom glasses let's see what is what it, what is the currency that the lord operates mm -hmm. in what is the the health what are the health promises that he gives us so yes we see the health but we we know that the 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 power of jesus body that by his stripes we are healed and so we need to pray into that you know people will say well catherine not always people aren't always healed i'm like it doesn't matter i know what the scripture says the lord says um john's or john actually says beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. John, Jesus' beloved disciple, is writing out of inspiration of Holy Spirit, and he's saying, I wish above all things that you will be in health. And, and so, you may prosper. <gasps> the prosperity gospel. Oh, that word again. Just as your soul <laughs> prospers, you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So, okay, so going on to that little controversial topic, do you believe that God wants everybody to be healed? Yes, Andre, I believe that is his will. Because are, are there any sick people? I'm going to ask you a question. Are there any sick people in heaven? Well, I don't believe so, no. I, I don't know if there's a Christian out there who will tell me that there's a sick person in heaven. But what does is, what is the, Lord, the Lord's prayer say? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, our kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So if there's no sickness and no suffering... And no pain in That's, heaven, then it, we, and we're praying for His will to be done on earth in heaven. So, when it comes to health, irrespective of what we might have done to our bodies or how we sometimes treat our temple disrespectfully, 
we have the Lord is there willing to heal us and we need to pray into that does it always work no but we keep praying okay so again back into so you believe it's the will of God that all people are healed don't you believe it and I'm asking you the question I know what you believe the same as me <laughs> <laughs> yes we believe it's his will that all be healed okay then why are some people not healed Okay, come on. Well, this is another podcast. Let's stick to my state of the universe. Okay, well, that's, that's a, th- a question that people... Okay, well, will, uh, we'll have that for another. Let's have it for another, another, no, another no, topic. No, no, no. I think this is a perfect time to have <laughs> no, it right now. No, 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 no. You came with nothing. <laughs> I came with something. We stick to my plan. Because all of these topics will be controversial to people. But what I'm trying to say is when you look at, when you look at all these aspects of society and it seems negative, we've got a kingdom aspect of society that we need to... Pray into, speak over, stick to, keep, cling to those promises. It's not like the world's always been a good place. Never been a good place. That's right. It, it, I mean, except Garden of Eden. But, okay, yeah, right. but that, that, yeah. Is, that is from the foundation of the world. I mean, I even think about all the discussions on race. You know, it feels like there's this, this whole, uh, the number one thing to call somebody, if, if you have nothing to argue with them, you say, oh, well, you're being racist. Hmm. And, and, and it's such a term from the enemy because the Lord made one human race. There's no such con- di- concept as the different races, different mm-hmm. color of people, but one human race. So don't be swayed by the, the racial epithets and the race terminology and the race discussions. And it's, it's just intended to divide. Let's focus on one human race. I mean, we made one um, under, under Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.28 came to mind for me. There's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bond nor free, there's neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. All one, we're all one. Not neither male nor female as in transgender. In other words, we don't aren't differentiated because of how we look, what gender we are, the Lord, we are one in Jesus. And so, so therefore, they, they could use that argument about transgender. Of course they right? could. See, all one. So there's no... So wouldn't they use that as an argument for uh, transgenderism? Yeah, but then we then we can't but then we can't identify Jew, Jewish or Greek or or bond or free. You know what? So that that argument falls down. Um, yeah, and and the other thing I was thinking of in terms of the economy, you know, what what's heaven's currency? What do you think heaven's currency is? I have an idea, but what do you think heaven's currency is? Uh, well, it's the question becomes is. What do you use to go? When you think of currency, is something to trade. Mm-hmm. What is it that you trade? Mm-hmm. In other words, what do you give? Or what pays for? What pays? What is the? What is the? the, well, the, the art of the currency you use to pay for things? In terms of heavenly, heavenly world, it, it's the blood of, of of Yeshua, right? Well, the Bible says, "For all the promises of God are in Him, yes, and in Him, Amen." To the glory of God. So the fact is, if all the promises are in Him, that means He gives us the ex- the the access. And how do we have access? Well, uh, well, it's through Christ, which right? is yes, through His blood. Through, well, it's His blood. He sacrifices Christ, right? That's right. I don't want to get like into too technical. Oh, the blood does this, and the body does that. The point is, what did He do for us? And if I look at the the, I see that as as we've been given a, a credit card in order to appropriate blessings on earth and there are things that we have to do mm-hmm. in this world um, to appropriate the blessings for example you don't just think in your mind that I am saved you have to confess with your mouth mm-hmm. or honor your parents on your parents that you have long life mm-hmm. even if you're Christian or no Christian there are things that you need to do in order to appropriate the blessings another one is give 
and it will be given unto you. Mm -hmm. That's appropriating a blessing. It's something mm -hmm. that you have to do. It's like putting in the, um, the, the passcode um, for various things. And so he's given us access. Also, the key thing also is faith. How do you use it? It's like you have to you have faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Mm -hmm. In other words, faith is not a mental gymnastics thing. Faith is an action based on what you believe and or what you're hoping to believe. It's an action. And there's too many times that we, even us, as we go through life, there are things that we fear and we realize, oh, I've got fear. But again, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not about ignoring the fear. It's about what does the Word of God say and, and choosing because some, who was it? I think it was Roosevelt that said something like, the, um, "We have to fear nothing else but fear itself." Mm -hmm. And I would say we need to fear nothing else except for God Himself. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be the right statement because when we fear God, we don't care about the devil. The reason why we don't care about the devil and the demons really is because we fear God, and we, we know we, He's overcome them. And and and, the, and God's stick is bigger. So yes, he, He's overcome, but also we fight. So mm -hmm. fight doesn't mean, oh, now we can sit back. It's a continual action on our side to fight, um, to use the, the, um, the tools that the Lord has given us to overcome. Like Yeshua himself says that in this life you will have tribulation. I listen to that and I go, well, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, um, a promise there, right there, right? In this life we'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have I've overcome. overcome them. In other words, uh, don't worry. I'm there to help you. I've got the Holy Spirit is sent to help you. He's so when we talk about the state of the, the union, I state of the universe or the universe. Um, I think of of um, who what is it? Colossians three verse two, where it says, "Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth." Okay. And so sometimes you know, even when even the last two three years, the pressures that we experience because of the jab or because of various things we had to take our eyes off the current environment and look up we had to look look up and just look at look towards heaven and mm -hmm. say lord look to you because if you look on the earth it honestly is so depressing and the thing is i think that you've really hit on something that's key is is the concept of fear it's a great tool used by the enemy and if you think of Everything that everything that's happening. Like if, if if you listen to that list that I was I was going through, which I'm not going to repeat, but one could fear how, how is one going to live, how is one going to raise one's kids, mm -hmm. what 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 future is there, nuclear war, and and so it it all starts to build this 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 web of fear. I mean, think about why people took the vaccine is or the jab because. They were fearful of, of getting sick. Fearful mm -hmm. of what? Fearful of dying. Why would people wear masks? Because people felt fearful that they were going to get sick. Why are people, you know, why were people hoarding toilet paper? Because they were fearful they're going to run out. Like, if you look back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I had to laugh. I was thinking, wow, can you imagine toilet paper would be the, the number one thing people go? Because nobody wants to wipe their, uh, with, with, I don't know, rags. Rags. So they focus on those areas. But I mean, think about it. It's, it's fear-based. Everything's fear-based. Yep. And you, uh, how you're going to pay off mortgages and houses and finances and the house is going to devalue. And, you know, you hear all these things, but it, it, that's all fear-driven. And so the point I, is, I know, what's the opposite of fear? I know. Since Basically, since um, I think it was last year, I believe it was around about May time frame or, or, or April, May, there was a push by the uh, WF. And I'm not sure how they were doing it, but they were talking about things like recession. Next minute you hear in the news, mm -hmm. a recession, a recession. And everybody starts to, 
Then you see the markets dip because of the hearing the word recession. Which is a fear base, right? They, they, they confessed recession in um, pushing it from May all the way until December. Recession. That's when they said before the end of experts mm -hmm. from um, barons, from this uh, Investec, from all these high-powered uh, investing institutions saying, oh, there's going to be a recession coming before the end of the year. And then again towards the end of the year, and they're not seeing it happen because of things are going in the right direction, they go, oh, a recession is going to be the early part of the year. It's going to be very, very early part. When it gets to about June, what are they going to say then? Because they're going to perpetuate it. So what's going to happen is they're going to try and create the recession in order to drive people to have fear and fear. And um, I just pray people don't speak what they speak and live as God lives. It tells us to live. Um, mm -hmm. With the eyes set on things above, um, helping one another, you know, and, and, and I was thinking, what is our mandate as believers? It's really like really th three or four things. One is to um, help the lost or bring the lost close to him. Number two is to prepare people or believers for the second coming of the Lord. Prepare them. The, th the third one, um, I would say, is that we ourselves need to be holy. In other words... We can't be tangled by the things of this world. And like James himself says, keep ourselves unspotted from the world. Mm -hmm. Don't participate with the world. When you hear people saying, oh, well, other people do that to justify themselves or... Yeah, but then, uh, you know... But what, the last, what rides, just, just okay. the, and the last point is, while we do all these things, what we do need to make sure that we're always doing is we need to be helping the poor taking care of widows and orphans, helping those in prison. We need to do Speaking this. Speaking those who can't speak for themselves. Yeah, yeah because I, I think what also happens is, and I don't want people to go from one, one, one end of the spectrum where they're so focused and, and engaged with all the bad things happening in the world that you go to the other side of the spectrum where there's this, this group of believers who just shut themselves off from the world and do nothing and just say, well, you know, I know when I die I'm going to heaven or Jesus is coming back. I'm going to wait for that because that's not right either. Mm. And and so, you know, when you hear things that are bad things that are happening in the world, when you hear them, the Lord says, you're going to have trials and tribulations. He doesn't say ignore all the trials and tribulations. He doesn't say switch your mind off and ignore it and don't listen to it. And And, and that's why actually that scripture that says focus on, you know, things that are pure and godly and, and what does that scripture say? Um, yes, that's in yeah. um, Philippians 4. The Lord is not saying yeah. ignore the stuff that's happening around you because, you know, even when you're praying for the for the the um, helping the poor, helping the widows, helping those in prison, you know, standing against abortion, um, fighting for all, all, all the injustices, what we are doing is we are not stopping people from sinning, but we are restraining evil because we're stepping in the gap and helping to restrain evil. And we still have to do that to build his kingdom because to live in ignorance doesn't help, help well, the that's world a little either. Bit, okay, okay, just to throw a little curveball in there. Like, that's a little bit arrogant thinking that we can build his kingdom, right? Well, that's what he says. What does he say, build his kingdom? He said, your ki and we're praying, your kingdom come, your will be done. It says yeah, but, we're co-laborers with him. Yeah, but we're we're co-laborers to do what? What are we laboring for? But we, yeah. So what are we laboring for? When you say, well, what are we laboring for is bringing people closer to the Lord, right? Is that building His kingdom? Well, laborers do work. They don't yeah. just a laborer is not. If I said that we need some laborers to come and um, watch TV with us, no, 
well, laborers actually do some physical work. There's actually work involved. Laboring means working. So we, you know, of course now, we're there to help build this kingdom. It reminds me of a an illustration that I saw some time ago, uh, where th- there was this, um, a group of people in a boat, and there's a hole in the boat, and the one guy says, "Hey guys, we have a hole in the floor, and and we need to sort this out." And you ha- and so you get different types of people. One person will say, "Well, you know what, you're being." Um, hole phobic my friends had a boat and had a hole in it and it was just fine you have another person sitting there and says uh, are you going to fix it or just sit around and be a smart ass then you have another person that says uh, don't we have a bigger things to worry about than a hole in the boat somebody else will say well I'm not listening until we communicate calmly because this is it's way too irrational and and we need to calm down. And we need to hear everybody's point of view. Like, is it really a hole in the boat? Or is it a trickle? Or, And then you have somebody else that says, Hey guys, I, I can't handle this. It's too negative. I need to be away. It's too negative. <laughs> then you have other people that says, I, I like it uh, with a hole in the boat. It's, 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 it helps us. It helps us develop without having a hole in the boat. And then one person will say, Well, I'm so proud of the boat. I'm so proud of this boat. And you have another person that will say, everyone, mind your own business, focus on your own thing, forget about the whole, do what you can do. And then you have another person that will say, um, are you all ship experts? If there's a hole, there's a reason for a hole. So let's figure out why, what caused the hole in the first place. And then, you know, I can go on and on, but here's the last one is, aren't you ashamed to say something like that about a boat? There are plenty of other boats that are worse than ours. So why point out the hole in our boat? So you can see the various ideas out there. But the reality is, if there's a hole in the boat, the first thing we need to do is stop the hole. Stop. Forget about how it happened. Stop it from happening quickly. Or else you're going to drown. And all those people in the, in the boat are going to drown. And I, and I see sometimes we like this, um, I don't know how, sometimes I, I we have felt it over the past that we are like the emperor and his new clothes. Well, you go up to the guy and you say, you're naked, or like, come on guys, don't you know that what the media is doing is they're pushing propaganda. Um, and Don't you know that what you are speaking is what the media has said? You're basically the media's mouthpiece. Yeah, and those, yeah, exactly. They've put words into your mouth. You think you're saying it, but it's not you, yeah. it's, it's the media. And do you not it's, see how obvious it is? Like, yeah, it, it, like when we came from South Africa, and, and I know that we will have some South Africans listening to this, uh, but during the apartheid, Let's be clear, it also was based on science. The science of, of oh, that certain color people have different diseases than other different people. And therefore they can't get married because and, they're going to... Uh, well, can't get married because of DNA. So that's another science thing. But it was because of diseases. So therefore that's why the segregation happened. And it was because of the science. And when you hear because of the science, it, that used to be a huge flag. Yeah. And if yeah. anyone understands any history... And he wants to look into it. Let them look into this. But when someone says, follow the signs, run. They're lying to you. Mm-hmm. And don't be a sheep. So I think um, we're in a very interesting time. Mm-hmm. But it's I, a great time to be alive. Great time to be alive. <laughs> I mean, the Lord chose us for this such a time as this, right? We're here at this time. There's no mistakes. Yeah, I, I just, I'm so grateful for what the Lord has done in our lives. The friends that he brought across our paths. Um, what he's taught us 
And I know there's lots more to learn. Like I always tell people, when we can do what Yeshua's did, then we at least are, have arrived somewhere. Um, and I look at the disciples, they were, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I, I, I think we just, in this world, there will be tribulation, but be of courage because Christ has overcome this world using what he has given us, um, praying, fasting, mm-hmm. um, implementing his word, uh, pushing back the gates of the enemy, speaking life. If someone said to you, where do I start? I would say the first place to start is self. In other words, spend time with the Lord, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, speak life over your family. The close people, people that are close around you, speak life over them. Pray blessings on them. The world just talks bad stuff about them. So let's, let's speak life over them. Oh, but they're not like that. I want to speak facts. Well, you understand something? It's, it's truth that changes the facts. Right, truth changes facts, and sometimes we even got a message today where some person was struggling and they were like just venting. But the point is, the root of it is the person felt abused, rejected, and only Christ and the light of Christ can help people in this world. Mm -hmm. And that's why it was. I felt like Lord was pressing upon my heart is, don't look at the state of man, look at the state of God, and what, what 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 look through his eyes and so every time I see or hear or, you know there's nuclear war I, I think to, I, 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 even with the climate and all that I just say Lord I thank you that, that you are taking care of us and I thank you Lord that you stop those that stop the, the, the nuclear war I thank you for peace I, I, I pray no matter he tells us to pray for peace in Jerusalem and that means peace everywhere we'll pray against it and speak the words of the Lord not the words of the enemy Amen mm-hmm. Amen I, so, think, I think that's great. I think we, we've got to the end of our discussion on the state. What are we going to call this? The state of... The universe. The universe. Or, or look up at the state of the universe. Yep. Okay, so, um, Catherine, you want to close in prayer for us? Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the hope that we have in you because of what your Son has done for us. And I thank you, Lord, that... You know, there are a thousand may fall one side and ten thousand at the other. And we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We will fear no evil because you comfort us. And Lord, I know that for many listening, they have also observed the negativity that's in this fallen world. But Lord, we look up and we say that if you are for us, who can be against us? We look up and know that you're on the throne. We look up and we say... Father, thank you that you've made a way for us where there seems to be no way. And Lord, I, I just reminded me of that verse in Job 12.10 where you said you're taking care of us and that in your hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. And so I just pray for peace and for your wisdom upon all of those who know you. And for those who don't, I pray that they seek you with all their hearts. And I pray this all in the mighty name of your son, Yeshua. Amen. Amen.